Welcome to episode number 23, I Need a Vacation. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Goose, Heck, and mm. Gabe. All right, so this episode is titled, I Need a Vacation. If you're new to the podcast, we have to thank you and want to tell you that a new episode is released every Tuesday morning, so don't forget to download and subscribe. Once again, the titles of our podcast, we stick very, you know, close to um, our content sticks very close to the title. So you can thumb through um, all of our titles. We have 22 uh, episodes uploaded. Pick whatever you want or you can start in order. Leave us some feedback. Leave us a review. Let us know if there's any topics you want to uh, uh, want for us to discuss. Uh, we can definitely do that. So let's jump right in. I need a vacation. In this episode, we discuss our vacation experiences as kids and adults, escaping the hustle and bustle, and our favorite vacations with our children. We wrap up the episode with quotes from Earl Wilson and Will Wright. All right, so before we kick things off, I like to define a word or two words uh, from dictionary.com. This time it's just the word vacation, and they define it as a period of suspension of work, study, or other activity usually used for rest, recreation, or travel, semicolon, recess, or holiday. So, with that being said, I, I know that um, a lot of people know the definition of what a vacation is, but I'm not so quite sure who actually takes a vacation, and uh, we'll get more into that after the story. So, this story is from Smart Destinations titled Ben and the Unlikely Beasts. And this is, uh, you know, something on vacations. So, one summer, I went on a youth group trip to Israel. A bunch of us who had never met before were traveling on a big bus together. One day in northern Israel, the bus stopped at a beach to take a break. Just as we got down to the water, a big wave came in and brought with it oodles of jellyfish. One big bluish-purple jelly slapped a boy right across the chest as the wave crashed into him. Almost everyone got stung. As it turned out, the jellyfish weren't poisonous, but their stings burned and itched unbelievably. For the next few days, everyone had to urinate on each other oh to soothe the wounds. Talk about a bonding experience. Talk about a vacation. Well, first of all, it starts out with is this a, true a bunch of us who have never met before were traveling on a big bus together. So well, that's one way to get acquainted. Yeah. Well, at least so, at the yeah. end of the trip, they can just kind of go on their ways and never. But yeah. can you imagine uh, having to urinate on basically strangers just to? That is weird. That's so weird. Oh man, so that is weird. so weird. Or get urinated on. That's yeah. Weird. Go get urinated on. I think it's more yeah, weird. That's disgusting. Golden uh, showers. Yeah, but the thing uh, is, is uh, <laughs> it's funny because it's like, I think I'd get stage fright. I'm like, dude, you're really gonna? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna Nothing urinate on performance issues. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just turn the water on. Yeah. Oh Someone God. make splashing noises. <laughs> make splashy noises. Splashing. 
<laughs> but I, I I wanted to uh, be a little lighthearted, obviously, with the with the story because um, I know that there's a a lot of people out there with you know funny stories of vacations, and I don't, I don't know if anyone here has any. Um, but but going back to what I originally said, that I understand that people know the definition for the most part know the definition of what a vacation is Mm -hmm. but how many people actually take vacations and i don't mean days off i mean a vacation and i don't mean a destination i mean a vacation right so if you go back to what it actually says it says a period of suspension of work study or other activity usually used to rest recreation or travel now the reason why I'm, you know, being a little bit of, you know, obnoxious with this is because how many people do we know are on vacation but they're still answering emails? Uh yes, they're still absolutely. taking phone calls. Yep. They're, you know, still writing book reports or reading um, you know, information that has to deal with work, um not recreational reading. Um but it's true. And that that's not the a true vacation. That's what I mean. You don't have to go to a destination for it to be a quote unquote vacation. Yeah. I mean totally unplugging yourself. I mean, even our cell phones. Um I know you know, the famous discussion, you know, in the last like four or five years is, you know, look at a dinner table today versus the dinner table back in the eighties and nineties where Nowadays, everyone's just sitting on a cell phone, but they're having family time. You know, it's yeah. family game night and everyone's just playing games. Literally, they're playing like, uh, you know, words with friends all yeah. in a circle. And that's family game night, right? Um, but that with, with, with that is uh, not unplugging yourself. I know uh, even like we, we just came uh, from a vacation and my mom and my uh, mother-in-law were talking about them unplugging from their phones. And this was like an actual discussion that they're having. And I just had, I guess, tuned into like the last, you know, bit of it, and they're laughing at all the late responses that they were giving people uh, when it came to text messages, hmm. and people were kind of get, you know, frustrated with them, like, "Why are you not answering me?" Blah blah. blah. I need to know. And it's funny how important things are to people, or what's important to people nowadays when it comes to response times and things like that. Um, we didn't have cell phones, you know, back in the nineties yeah. and eighties. Yeah. Well, we didn't. I'm sure someone did. Yeah. Well, in the nineties, anyway. Uh, but um, yeah, that was an anomaly. They weren't as popular, right? Right. Or easy to come across. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a hassle to have one. You had like a backpack or some weird contraption in your car. You had to get minutes. Yeah, like you literally had to re up your phone every time. I remember going to um, my goodness, you remember phone cards? Yeah, I remember going on like school trips in high school and bu- buying like twenty five dollar yeah. phone cards yeah. so I can call my parents. I remember I had like my mom got something through like the phone phone company that bell atlantic i, I guess I'm, call, uh, caller id no yeah exactly no it was like a it was a phone card but it was attached to our our home line so like if you had to for emergency if you had to make a phone call like you call like a calling card that thing and it was still like it would just charge it to your house, charge to the, house? the area codes were put into wow yeah when we were kids just... i mean I'm, my my childhood uh telephone number we never put 215 yeah. like you just put the seven numbers yeah. um which i still basically know like all my friends and families from mm. like being young which is weird because you don't have to i barely know like my own yeah nowadays like you don't have everything stored in the phone yeah it's kind of scary the only ones i know is uh like my wife's and like my house phone because i 
every, all these forms that you fill out for you know insurance purposes and other yeah, stuff. Exactly. You have those are like yeah. next to kin. Those numbers so boom, boom, yeah. boom. Yeah, those numbers you need to know. Other right. are like everybody else is like That's I don't it. know any of y'all numbers. Everyone else I couldn't even tell you. Especially what's weird with the phones now. I mean, Heck's, Heck has had four different phone numbers in the, like the past like two years, and they're <laughs> for some reason I try to delete them, but they still pop up yeah. on my phone, yep. and they're oh, deleted, too. but they pop up. Dude, so I actually remember going on vacation with my buddy Evan went to uh, Ocean City, New Jersey, and using like the phone card to call my mom saying I got there, and talk about being unplugged. And people always talk about there's such like a freedom. To back then we didn't know any better. Like we that was life, right? Yeah. Now it's like when you get unplugged, you realize how you know how connected we really are to one another with uh, social media and cell phones. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's just sending a text like here and that's it there's no talking there's no nothing and you can go about and doing your thing but going back uh, to even using this funny story you know as an example or you know just as a reminder to uh, taking a vacation in one's life through this you know the hustle and bustle my question to you guys is how do you know it's time to take a vacation sometimes your body asks for it Right. You can, to relax. And right. Like, you just need that time out. You work countless hours a day. You definitely, for months, you know, now you definitely need like that time. So you're saying like your your body naturally tells you. Yeah. Like I can keep going. But once I, I can, on, on a routine, I just get like drained. Right. Physically. Right. Yes. I'm doing the same, like the repeating the same stuff every day. Like if you have like a monotonous job, whatever it is, like. You need time to just unwind and do something different, even if it is like not going away or anything. It's just like to stay home and chill or do something. Right. Heck. <laughs> His life is a vacation. No, going to work is vacation. <laughs> I, say. I don't know. Going to work. I mean, I don't know. I don't know when. I, I, don't, I honestly don't feel the need for vacation. Not that I don't need vacation. I love going on vacation, but it, like I don't require vacation because I'm like always. My job entails differently every day and I'm always taking off like at least one day a week for something for the kids to do something. So it's kind of like, I guess my stress level doesn't get stressed out like that yeah. I need that vacation. Yeah. Mm. I guess fortunate for my job. Yeah, that's I cool. I mean, for me, I kind of agree with you know what, what Goose said and kind of what Gabe said too, is there's obviously your body telling you something or... Uh, when you're overly stressed out and it's been a while and you really like look back and like, dude, if if every day you wake up and you're that uptight, you're doing something wrong. Or if you're not doing something, yep. wrong, you just need to back up. Just even if your life is that hard, you just need to back up a little bit, even if it's just a day, just yeah. to like take it all in. Because what you're doing is unhealthy. You're gonna end up driving yourself into the ground. And literally being burnt out. And I've been burnt out. That's the only reason yeah. why I can explain or talk about being burnt out. Yeah. I literally took the word, you know, like hustle, you know, to the wheels fall off to literally the wheels fell off. That's, it sounds good and it sounds tough and it sounds like everything you ever want to do. And it's great because hard work done the right way pays off. I don't believe in just that hard work pays hard work done effectively pays off um, because you can continue to, you know, hit the hammer, you know, 
on whatever it is, the wrong object, let's just say it's cement or something and you're getting nowhere and you can continue to hit that and you're going to continue to go nowhere. Yeah. That's not to say you didn't work hard. It's just not effective. Yeah. Um, and which is, it goes back to like the, it just reminded me of like the, the phrase was heard, like the slow down the speed up type thing. So sometimes yes. you need like that resting period just to kind of actually get your mind together. And, and if you are going hard, like a certain task, like to get back into it and like focus a little more better after the fact it comes like you, you do it so much that you kind of lose focus, I guess you could say. Yeah. Or it becomes just the meaning of stuff. It yeah. loses total meaning and it just becomes life is just this this numb routine that you're just doing um there i know there's a famous story and i this is not my own story someone i don't know if this is like a wives tale or you know something made up but the story goes that there's this huge basically like jack and a green stock and a bean stock jack and a bean <laughs> stock green stock jack green and stock. a bean stock type monstrous guy versus like this little guy right and they're in a competition of to chop a tree down. Mm. Um, and actually, I'm not even sure this. I don't know if this is a Disney is story or this is something. Tiny Tin? I guess. Tiny I don't even know. That's the Christmas it's Carol. Christmas. Uh, it's Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> he had a wooden crutch. <laughs> <laughs> Poor the ghost of Christmas Carol. Uh, what in the world? <laughs> wow. All right. So anyway, who cares who it is? It's really, so there's this much, just think about like David and Goliath, like physically these guys were, it was unmatched, right? So the big guy was going to kick this dude's butt when it came to doing something physical. So they were going to cut down, who can cut down uh, this tree, which was the same size, the fastest. So the, so they started and they started going at it and the giant just kept whacking away at it, whacking, boom, boom, boom. And he's getting there faster than the little guy because he's just crushing it using like brute strength well the little guy stops takes a break and sharpens his axe in the middle and then starts going after now they're about tied and the big guy's just going away everyone's laughing at him this guy's take the little guy's taking his time blah 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 then he takes another break sharpens it again and now he's like a little bit further than the big guy well the big guy's getting mad and he's hitting this thing even harder just you know i'm knocking this tree down you're going down blah 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 Finally, little guy stops, takes another break, sharpens up his axe again, and boom, the tree falls down once he hits it one time and wow. beats the big guy. And the story, the moral of the story is what we we're saying, slowing down to speed up. You have yeah. to stop and sharpen your axe to yeah. be more effective. The, one, the giant is doing hard work that didn't pay. Yeah. The little guy is doing hard work effectively, which is called working smart, and he won't. Yeah, um, giant was doing harder work though, because it's almost like he's hitting. He was chop, trying to chop the tree with with a block at right. that point, because his, yeah. his you know so, the, the the edge of the axe didn't have no sharp to it. Wasn't yep. no point. Yeah, using so, yeah, and sometimes even worse than the giant though, some people were using the wrong tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Um, that happens a lot. That's that's even worse. Huh. So that's why I'm saying being an effective worker, a hard effective worker. Um, but when you have to, you need that break so you can be so you can sharpen your axe so you can refocus understand regain energy and realize why you know why you're doing something so i believe everyone needs a vacation you know you can only go so long uh before you burn out and i i did it at temple university but which i didn't understand that's what i was doing and i honestly didn't understand that uh, but I basically beat myself into the ground. I just overstudied, overthought everything, over just anxious, super stressed out, and it was just like I never stopped 
to I've realized that I never stop to sharpen my axe. I guess sometimes when you're in that that mentality, you just feel like that's what you have to do to keep going. It was overwhelming. So it was like this a constant guilt trip. So you would be like, okay, so I'm gonna take a couple out. You know, I'm gonna relax tonight. Blah blah. blah. And us relaxing through really like going to the gym, shooting hoops or whatever. Like we we'll go to the pavilion. I don't even know if that's still there now, but yeah. So then we would go. Uh, let's go grab dinner first. Or grab like, you know, something quick to eat and then walk over. So while we're walking by, we see people in class. We see people walking to the library, backpacks, blah, blah, blah. Although I did, I did study last night. This is making me feel like crap. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I should be studying. I'm missing. I'm definitely going to like screw this up now. So then we're like playing basketball and I'm like cutting it short or I'm not just performing good playing basketball. Now I'm thinking about my schoolwork again. So it was just like this. I never, un- I never understood how to unplug. Eventually I did. But it was just a rough patch for my junior and sophomore, or my sophomore and junior year, which is like I didn't understand. Um, even when I go to vacation, my mom tells me you don't know how to relax. Yeah. Ironically, it's I'm always telling people to relax, <laughs> relax, relax. But I guess um, a lot of times people are my indicators. Some people will just walk up to me. Sometimes I really don't even realize that I'm running myself into the ground. People are like, "You yeah. look stressed out, dude." Or like, is everything that's all right? People yeah, ask. That's like the worst. That's thing. a blatant, you know, yeah. uh, a sign. <laughs> Sometimes sees your eyes. You got like bags underneath yeah. them. Yeah, because you don't know when to stop. Not that yeah. you don't know when. You're just trying to make things happen so yeah. bad that yeah. you're not thinking about that stuff. You almost right. don't care because you know. Here's the thing in the back of my mind. I know it's going to be temporary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not going like, to kill myself over it, but... Uh, we're, we're definitely going to push the envelope. You're trying to get the task out of the way, so you just kind of like, you go like on autopilot. Yeah, and I, I've, I've said this before. How do you know what you're actually capable of if you never push the envelope? Yeah, it's true. How do you know you're actually extracting what your true potential is in life if you're not pushing the envelope? So, okay, yeah, I got bags under my eyes. I look like crap. I'm turning green. Okay, that's probably where I should stop. <laughs> yeah. But, but you, you know you're trying to do something. You're trying to complete something, so. But there's a reason sure. behind it. It's not like you were... Uh, like you know, a workaholic or something like that. Yeah, or I mean, just I don't know. I don't know where I'm. You're going. up all night you know, like, watching TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, like that. Like just binging on TV or playing video games or just you know what I mean. Like, all right. So to date, what was one of your favorite vacations as an adult? <clears throat> My favorite vacation was last year when we went to Disney, only because we had all the girls. We had three girls. No, yeah, we had the three girls, and Lainey was at that age. It's my second oldest. She was at the age where she watched Disney and she would watch all the princesses and all that stuff. And we were excited just to go off to Disney. I mean, we've been to Disney several times, but she's never been there. It was her first time. And then so we're walking into the Magic Kingdom and she didn't see the castle yet. So I put her on my shoulder so I could walk down like, you know, like the middle, like walking towards the castle. And when... um. I put her on my shoulders and I peeked, like came around the, the circle, like the big circle thing. Uh, her face was completely priceless. Yeah. Like it was like in total shock. Like it was like, oh my God, I'm here. <laughs> and it was like the like the best feeling to know that you, your child actually appreciate that moment. Like they, like they, they actually like, I don't know, like they were like just like glowing because they see, they've seen something that they've seen mm. on TV or it's something that they've always wanted to do or whatever. And just like, by doing that, it made the experience so much that much better. Being on vacation with them because, like, just showing them what the Magic Kingdom was about and stuff like that. So I have to say that was probably my best vacation. 
with my kids. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty it, cool. It mine was similar too. Same thing. It was the very first time Ava went to Disney. Just seeing her face, she's dressed up as a princess, and everywhere you go, they acknowledge her as, "Oh, there's oh, a yeah. princess on board." Princess, yeah. Oh, the princess, uh, cool. beware with the princess. Some some lines they let her go up front, and just to like feel like she was like to know that she felt special, and like that was like just seeing her little face, dude. It's priceless. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. It's priceless. Yeah, we have we was... we've gone to like um like the shore and stuff with James. We haven't really got on an actual vacation. He's only two. Yeah. But we haven't gotten because I felt like well we talked about it and said we got we need to wait a couple years otherwise he won't to take him to Disney thing. We yeah, didn't feel like right, for right. him he would like kind of fully understand what's actually you know yeah, the magnitude of yeah of what's going on. So I know the couple times we took him even just to the shore was one and Sesame Place. I know that's not really like a quote unquote vacation. It's more like a, you know, like a water park or something. But just, I'm just trying to like relate to what you were saying. Yeah. First time he saw Elmo get on stage, he was just like, and just seeing that face is just priceless. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. It's a whole nother thing. And then the, the original one was for me was uh, when we went uh, to Puerto Rico as a family. This was back in 04. Yeah. This was, Awesome. So I never forget getting a phone call freshman at Temple University in the dorm rooms. My mom calls me. She's like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, oh, man. I thought it was something totally different. Yeah. Uh, We're going to go on vacation, and I don't know when your break is or starts because we want to plan it. And this was like in January of the year. Like I just got back into school. (laughs) Um, Or it might have been before, right before we left in December. I know it was like winter. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I, where are you going? She's like, well, we're going to go to Puerto Rico. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I'm going. I'm going, you know. Yeah. And um, which gave me a goal, too, because I had this, like, little tiny part-time job so that everything I, like, whatever saved up was for that. But uh, yeah. we it, w- it was different because we were all adults, right? And mm. for the first time, literally, I just had turned 18 when she asked me. By the time we went... I don't even think I was 19 yet. No. I think, I think we literally went like in the beginning of June. I'm yeah. not even sure. Yeah. I feel like it was early in the summer, but maybe not. No, we went, we went in, uh, in, I think it was in June when we went to. It had to be because I was just 18 and we figured out the guys like, you, do you want, you guys want something to drink? And you guys all ordered beer. And I'm like, he's like, how old are you? I'm like 18. He's like, yeah, you can drink here. Yeah. And my mind was blown. I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> Holy smokes. Now, and, uh, mommy got all like, she looked at you like, what? really? You're giving him a beer? Why is he getting a beer? She didn't realize <laughs> that 18 was like the legal drinking age for him. Yeah, it was legal. It was Ruined normal. It was like, I'm like, oh. The baby's drinking beer now. So this is different. <laughs> yeah. So this was actually the first time for me, why it sticks with me. It was like, I just turned a quote unquote adult. Mm. It was the first time <laughs> I hung out with my brothers and my dad and had an adult beverage. So, I mean, not we didn't get, it wasn't nothing crazy, but yeah. it was just... This that feeling, boom, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then we went, our hotel was like uh, beach, beach side, so face the beach, it was on the beach, yeah. and had like a little bar connected to it, so while this whole time, I remember traveling there thinking like, what am I, I think, I think Mike and Heck are going to go do their own thing, I'm, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do at night, because I'm like, I'm old enough, like, I don't want to just like go to bed early every night, or go to the pool by myself, Yeah. and here there's like this, you know, adult place connected to our hotel so we hung out every night you know yeah yeah, so we smoked stoves and stuff and it was like listening to the ocean come in it was just amazing and then obviously we're in our motherland you know and so it was like 
the the culture were taken in. Uh, it, it was a it was a it was a mixture of a bunch of stuff. It wasn't our first time there or anything, but yeah, it was the first time. For, I think all of us there as an adult. As adults, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, we were yeah. there uh, several times as kids. But uh, for me, that was that was something that always sticks out, just because it was so many first times. It was yeah. like doom, 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 doom. Even the stuff we did when we were out there, though, like walking through the rainforest, exactly. The ca- walking through, through the, caves the caves and all that stuff, like just. That stuff was awesome. Yeah, cooling you never, off. You, on you the see it on TV. And, you see like you're walking. You see like these tropical birds and stuff flying around on TV, and like you're actually walking through this rainforest, and you see these parrots, yeah, flying right above you with the beautiful colors, and it's like, dude, this is real. Like it's cool. Like <laughs> yeah. it's so surreal. Oh my gosh, yeah, the yeah. parrots. Oh yeah, the, the exotic birds. It's like seeing a pigeon here, and, and, yeah, which is exactly. very strange because you're like, look how colorful that thing is, or you know, like the lizards and yeah. stuff like that. It's just. It's pretty cool. What about you? Had any? I was thinking. Um, I might be conflating the age, whatever. But it, it was something similar. Like, it was like in between, like I think high school and sorry, college. Um, it was a bunch of. It was like me, and my sister, and a bunch of like family friends. We went to, and there was like all a different age. It was like I guess me, me, my my sister was still, like two and a half years older than me. So it was like me. I might have been the youngest up until like it was like maybe late twenties, whatever. It was a maybe a good ten of us that went to the Bahamas. Oh, oh damn, that's awesome! So it was like I'm, that was the only time I've ever been to like I, I've, I've there was opportunity years ago to go to Puerto Rico when my grandparents lived there, but I was I think I was too young and I some something didn't work out with school or something, so I never got that opportunity. Which, yeah. Um, but so that was like the only time I've been to like island and like it was actually it was like almost something similar like you said like the first time you can you know there the legal drinking age whatever yeah it's like eighteen or something similar too yeah where it was like yeah we went to like. In the area, it was it was kind of it wasn't like a, a resort, but it was like it was a nice hotel where they had stuff around there. But in within walking distance, there was like little dance areas and like there was a bunch of shops and all stuff. So you can like every night there was something you can go out and do and chill and like everybody was like a cool experience, which I never had. And actually, one night, like one of the last nights, it was like me and three or four of the other ones. Like we had a beach within walking distance too, and we were gonna just like go there and like stay up all night just to go watch the sun the sunrise come up yeah, yeah, yeah. on the beach. And I was like, that was like a. a, a Almost like a painting come to life, like that type of thing. Especially like on the island, like watching that come out, was like it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, when when it's when you have like the first times. Oh, the other thing was the casino. We walked into the casino. I was also the first time I was ever oh, yeah. allowed oh, into yeah. a casino. I remember, so I remember that experience just stuck with me so much because everything was so different up until that point. Me and my brothers never hung out. Like we weren't even yeah. didn't really didn't have a, a close relationship at all. I was just like the little brother. What and that wasn't a good religion, it just wasn't close. They yeah. had, you know, they're at the a different age. Then finally, once you get in your 20s, it's all yeah. kind of like mushes together. But yeah, that was the other thing. Yeah, I mean, that's the other good one for me was, um, which is a very fun memory also, was uh, me and my wife's honeymoon. We went to uh, St. Lucia. And uh, the one thing that always pops out in my head is, uh, we went horseback riding, like, in the water. Like, literally, That's what you cool. see in magazines and, like, yeah, like, super, That's... like, uh, cheesy when you're thinking about it. Um, but doing it was so much fun. Yeah. But the problem was, so my wife gets this, like, Clydesdale, right? And then I get this donkey. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife is, like, yeah. five foot two. I'm six foot three. So you would think it was opposite. Well, the reason why they gave me this basic donkey-looking thing was apparently he was the wildest one. And when there's a heavier person on him, apparently he feels the pressure and he's, he's you know, less Stays likely to. Oh, okay. well, I never 
I never rode a horse by myself. I've been on horses, but that's like with someone, you know, leading the way or whatever, like at a farm or something. Hmm. So it gives us the basic things. This is the brakes, pull back, you know, this yeah. is whatever, kick, you know, basically his side of his, you know, his ribs or whatever to make him go faster or go forward or whatever. I don't remember at this point. It was like 2012. Yeah. So, um, so I get on there. So they take us up this like whatever path. It was, it was, it was okay in the beginning because we we're like, you know, n- the scenery wasn't the best. Yeah. But then finally, boom, it breaks out open and we're like kind of in this like jungleish, forest looking kind of like area where it's all this green. It was beautiful. You hear birds chirping. It was awesome. And then boom, it opens up. All you see is like this aqua water and just like Islanders, there's like one guy's making um like some, you know, some beverage on the side, like made out of like fruit punch, some punch or whatever. And on the other side, this guy has music playing. And that's it. It's this whole like beach, you know, beach line just empty. And then this other couple was like on the horses. So my wife was laughing because literally I was basically on this like small horse and my legs were basically dragging like as we were walking. <laughs> and so we're in the water and my my legs were basically weighing this whole thing down. Oh so there's God. pictures. Um, absolutely hilarious. My wife looks like she's having like the time of her life and I'm just like, I feel like I'm breaking this thing's back. <laughs> That's great, but yeah, Saint Lucia, that was awesome. That was that was yeah, real. I'll have to say, my my second best vacation was going on a cruise with my buddies, Wilbur and Gilbert. That was like the most amazing thing ever. Hopping on that ship and then going from island to island for the pet for the next couple of days. Yeah, so much fun. It was just like an on each island was like something memorable that you did. Yeah. Like, and it just like sticks out. Like I recommend everyone go on a cruise if you can afford it or, or make it happen. Dude, it's such an experience. The excursions alone, they could be, they get, get a little expensive, but just the stuff, it's like stuff you don't think of that you'll be doing. And then when you go on this ship or on this cruise, it's like, these are the excursions that you want to go on for this Island. Yeah. So the one we went to the, um, our last trip was to the Bahamas, our last island that we went to. And uh, my, I told Will, I was like, dude, I want to go uh, uh, parasailing. He's like, well, what's that? I was like, well, you know, when they strap the parachute on you and the boat takes you along, drags you along, you fly up in the air or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> so he was like paranoid about it, like scared. I'm like, dude, just put the, put the harness on and strap it up and you're, and you're good. Well, now. He ended up coming on with me. So I got this grown-ass dude on my between my legs <laughs> going on a parasail. And I was like, we look so sweet right now. And he's cracking up. Laughing. I might think he did it on purpose, knowing him. Oh my but God. it was it was the most amazing thing. So then what they do is they wheel you in once once like at this one point, And they like let you dig you know, stick your feet in the water or whatever. So Will didn't realize what he was, what the guy was doing. So he's like, dude, we're going down. We're going down. I was like, ah, I think he's just dunking us. Cause I saw they did it earlier or whatever. And he like dunked our feet in and then let the rope go and pull us back or whatever up in here or whatever. But, uh, it was, uh, it was one of the most like amazing feelings just sitting up in the air and you see like half of the Island, just like right. You're right above it. You see everything going on around you. You see your ship cause your ship stays out at sea and there's like this little raft that comes and picks you up and takes you to the island because the ship can't get to the island to the Bahamas. Yeah. So it was actually like an awesome experience. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, going on there is like uh, going on the cruise is awesome. We went to St. Thomas and uh, we um we rented Wave Runners. Yeah. But okay, so we live by the Delaware, so I've been on Wave Runners, jet skis, whatever. 
on out in Delaware. And the water's not the clearest water out here. So going out there and just going on a wave runner and looking, and you just stop, and you can see the bottom of the sea yeah. in the middle of this yeah. place. It's it's so amazing. Like you just yeah, see this dude. fish just swimming right by you like nothing. Snorkeling. I did snorkeling. Stuff that I never thought that I would do, it just like brings up. It, it's it's awesome. They just have everything ready for you. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'd recommend doing a cruise with adults just so that you know you're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, going back to going back to my story about the uh, the honeymoon or whatever, and the, the the resort that we stayed at was obviously geared towards like it was it was geared geared towards couples. So everyone there basically it's like a bunch of lovebirds basically. So Honeymooners. It's, it's kind of funny, and we did the other cliche thing that we, instead of you know like me pretending I was Fabio, but I was really just breaking this horse's back, you know, horseback <laughs> riding in the ocean, because we went pretty deep. We went up to like. It covered. He drowned the donkey. No, we went. We went up to like the, its neck. So it was like in. It was basically submerged, but uh, it's head. Swimming. Yeah, that's a seahorse. Yeah. Close. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty pretty close. And uh, no, but the other thing that we did was um, we ate dinner on the beach. Yeah. And so you had like these like torches, and you know your you know your my pant legs are rolled up. You were eating oh, dinner man. barefoot. I'm like, yeah. dude, are we really doing this right now? And at first, it's kind of cheesy, but then you see why people do it. It's really an experience. Like yeah. you're getting yeah. served. You have like this cold, huge cold bottle of champagne sitting. The drinks of whatever you want, whatever you wanted on the menu. It was like this whole like you know package thing that we got. Then you just hear the water clashing while you're just talking. There's music yeah, faintly awesome. playing like in the background. They leave you alone. Like they don't like yeah. constantly. Oh, is is your coffee good? Is your yeah. you know? It's it's kind of they just let you go do your thing. Uh, I to us that was that was amazing. And then we just sat there and we had like an allotted time because you think oh dinner takes like forty five minutes to an hour really to eat, but uh. They, I think they give you like two hours. So we're there for like two hours. So we're, obviously we we're done like in an hour, hour and a half. So then we just sat down. They kind of like, I think they like took the table away or we had the t- table there. We kind of moved to the side and yeah. the ocean's coming in. I sparked up a Rocky Patel nice. uh, that I saved from my wedding. And uh, we just had like, this like, yeah, we just had a yeah, vintage 1990 Rocky Patel. And we just had like a normal conversation. Like just, you know. Two little lovebirds. It was cool. Oh, and the cool part it. about that was it wasn't like our last night. So it wasn't like, you know, messing us up mentally. Like, oh, maybe we got to go home tomorrow and that's all we're talking about. It was like yeah. in the middle of our, you know, stay. Yeah. But I know both of those things sound super cheesy. But if you get the chance to do them, like, same thing with Hex saying about the excursions. I, I would do them. Yeah. Yeah. But um, what was, so now let's go, let's switch, let's switch gears a little bit here. What was one of your fondest childhood vacation memories um as a child what do you think of right away uh i would say going to florida i was like you know that's like every kid's big thing and then going to disney and i don't know the first year we went mom and pop tried to make him a princess uh, hey <laughs> a princess um mom and pop you know they tried to set us up so that we can go to the magic kingdom and stuff like that and I I don't know I I remember that clear as day that I remember we hopped on like a ferry to take the to get to the uh, to the Magic Kingdom and stuff like that I thought that was one of our one of my f- cool memories of of taking a vacation with the family as a child I was maybe 
12, 11, 12 years old, maybe. Yeah, mine, mine's definitely the same. Uh, Florida, just it was everything about it. Like we, we would do the classic drive. Yeah, uh, forever. Somewhere between eighteen to twenty four hour, twenty three hours it would take us, depending on you know whatever. And we would stop at south of the border. Like we did, like the whole like thing. Like yeah. we we're such tourists. It was funny. Um, then we would stop like at random gas stations and get like Twinkies and use a bathroom. And then my yeah. dad will fill up and we'd run back in, all sugared up for nothing because now we're stuck back in the car, like, like all wired, playing Game Boys. And it was just like classic. Like we'll rent I think the minivan. Pop will go pick yeah. up a minivan to rent. That's right. <laughs> rent the minivan. It was like nice. We had pillows everywhere. We would like fight over who was sitting where and yeah, we would just do awesome. like you know yeah we would stop at diners or fast food restaurants it was like it was classic like the road trip was straight for us it was classic I thought, for us yeah, anyway. definitely awesome and reading then, maps i didn't even know gpa yeah, gps maps. my dad was reading a map or my highlighter yeah my mom would tell him no you gotta go up this road here and dude it's classic yeah right there. the map a straight up map this thing paper was huge. covered up the windshield so pop like couldn't see five feet by like six feet this thing was huge <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, and um, and then obviously when we get there, we do like all the fun, you know, stuff that you got to do. And to me, it was just the little things because we actually were, you know, visiting our grandparents and, and going to uh, was it Old Town. Remember we went to Old Town? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know if that's Orlando or Orlando not. or Kissimmee. I, yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, just doing those things and knowing that it was a family vacation we we did stuff for everyone, which made it a family vacation. So yeah. my dad wanted to. St- it was his idea to stop at the south of the border. You know, like mm. wanted to check this out. My mom's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in Florida to see her parents. So that was like that was what she was excited about. Yeah. Then we went to Old Town because that was something my dad wanted to check out. Cause they had like all old fashioned cars. It was cool little shops. I think the place is still there. And then obviously we did like. Disney and all that stuff for the kids. Mm-hmm. So all of us got something out of it. And I feel like I appreciated that more than. Um, we stayed at our aunt's and uncle's house too. And where we stayed, at, yeah, who, yeah, family. family. So more family, yeah. We would either visit my grandparents, and then the next year we would go to my dad's sister's house um, and visit them. Uh, it was just a combination. Florida was a combination. We never flew out, even re. Going back, I just remember when I was like five, me and my mom went just with my grandma. And even that was, there was something about Florida that always like had our hearts like for our childhood anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we still have family there and all that. But that and then the combination of that, which this is going to sound totally funny and weird, but going down to the shore. We went with like our aunts and uncles and our cousins who are our same age basically every year uh, just for like a long weekend. So it was nothing. Yeah, it was nothing crazy. Wow. Wow. But, uh, yeah, but I just have, like, the best memories of... That was something... You have gum, dude? I can hear that the whole time. We... I can, uh... I just remember doing, like... Even doing the same thing, like, go playing arcades or playing the skee-balls, wanting to win stupid little pri- yeah. <laughs> prizes or yeah, whatever. And, like, the competition or what we came back with. And Ed's arcades, the tickets and the coins that said Ed's arcades yeah. on them. Uh, it was just classic. That was... It was a combination of that. We we would go. The shore was something we did every year, no matter. We always did somewhere else big, but that was always something that we did. What about you? Because uh, one I, I thought of almost immediately was um because uh, my aunt, my close aunt, lives in in Virginia. Uh, <laughs> we always went like my we always visited my aunt in some form or another. We always did like as a family, like my aunt, my mom, my aunt, my cousins. 
we always went to like random like amusement parks or something in the area for the most part. But I remember one year we went to Bush Gardens, I think in Wilmington. Bush yeah. Gardens, yeah, Williamsburg. Yo, that was, yeah, Williamsburg. That was classic. Yeah. So and the Big like, Bad think, Wolf was a hair. Yeah, actually, I, I was actually thinking of that too. But um, it was actually the first time I think I was tall enough to and old enough to ride. Yeah, he like, just stole my story. <laughs> oh, to ride, man. I think it was. I think it, I think it was like Loch Ness roller coaster. Yeah, I forget was, what the name of it is, but it was. I was old enough, and I was like. Up until that point, I was like, you know, too scared, or whatever. But my cousins and my aunt, whatever, they encouraged me to do. It. And I was like, first time, like, I went and like I loved. It. And after that, I was like, I'm riding on everything afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like after, and, like all, every time we went to parks and stuff afterwards, because after that we wound up going to like you know Disney World and whatever random or you know Universal Studios and stuff like that too. And I was always ready to be like yeah, in the front of the thing. And after that, but that was like the first time I remember actually willing and ready to be on like a roller coaster, roller coaster. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's awesome. And I don't, I don't even know how old I was at that point, but... This is last year, but that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. that's, <laughs> <laughs> you just reached the high requirement. That's I was crazy. a late bloomer. Yeah. Mike, what was your Yeah, vacation? no, no, it was the same thing. When we went to Virginia, I was going to say, and uh, we went to Bush Gardens, and same thing. Like, I think we, me and Heck, we were, like, the same size forever, but we were just tall enough to get into, like, one of the crazier roller coasters, and it was what he said, the Big Bad Wolf. And um, I remember it was me, Heck, and Pop. We got on it. And uh, when we got on, there was no line. So we ran back around and jumped on again. I think we went on like two or three, like three times back oh, to sure. back. And then I was like, yo, let's go. And we just kept going on to other rides. And we were just running to them because I think it had just rained. It was like a rainstorm or something. And oh, then it just yeah. died out. And the sun Watch came out. Right. So the park was pretty much empty. So we were running from like ride that, to ride. That was, and then, that was my first roller coaster. Yeah. That's great. Oh, uh, Spitting, spitting <laughs> off that though, I remember that was like the first hotel we stayed in that had an indoor pool. Pool, like, yeah. We never stayed into it. Like a, we our, thought that our was hotels, so cool. Yeah, for some reason, we thought this was the coolest yeah. thing ever. I remember thinking I was Macaulay Culkin. Um, what? Yeah, on what uh, I think it was when he goes to New York, where he oh. he's like on the the pool with those huge blue shorts or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And they end up floating. Well, he just like oh. clapped his hands and went like this and did this like terrible dive in. I remember feeling, yeah, like I was him. That's true. Uh, I'm like, wow, we're like, I have rich people do this. Yeah. <laughs> Little yeah. that I know, it was just like a regular hotel. Now, basically, most hotels have that, but um, we're talking like early 90s. Yeah. And to us, that was like, what? An yeah. indoor yeah. pool? But yeah, so so the whole Virginia thing, that was classic. Yeah. And yeah. then there was times, we, even, we did day trips uh, with our parents, uh, going yeah, to Lancaster, Lancaster, doing yeah. Dutch Wonderland, and doing those things that was that was always cool too what was the other place we used to go for like day trips i don't know but we talk about this all the time like i don't even know how my parents did it like yeah. we were just like yeah. average middle class you know like family and somehow we went on multiple yeah, vacations with three, with three kids a year like we were felt like we were constantly going places yeah. oh, it's it, it just awesome but all right so uh for our last segment as we talked about you know, earlier um, in this episode, talking about specifically what a vacation truly is. And uh, I'll go over the definition again. A period of suspension of work, study, or other activity usually used for rest, recreation, or travel, recess, or holiday. So we did talk about vacation doesn't necessarily mean destination. Yeah. Uh, vacation just means to literally unplug. Yeah. And to recharge yourself, well, like a, which would mean the, to plug back in. But anyway. I guess the staycation type thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Stay away. Um, from I it. mean, there's forms of it. Going to destinations is obviously 
you know, go a vacation too. But I'm just saying they come in different shapes and sizes. Yeah. What are some of the smaller vacations you guys take regularly? Um, and it doesn't have to be like I said. It doesn't have to be like I, an actual I'm, destination. I'm one that if I take off the next day for work, whatever, I have to. I'm on top of my email. I have to be on my email, ready to respond every day. If I'm on vacation, I don't bother with that phone. I don't respond to emails. I just let it go until the next day, or I set up the auto response and they get that. And yeah. so I just I know that for a fact. That like from I I keep it away from work. I don't yeah. communicate with anybody from work. I just stay away from it and leave my work phone down, and and that's pretty much it. Yeah, that auto responder is a is a big thing when because it won't pop up on your. No, they just get the message that's saying you know you're out of you're, you're out, out the for office. the day or whatever out the office. Right, and if the, and if it's like a true emergency, the people who need to contact you will find a way. Well, yeah, but, absolutely. You know, yeah, I to me it's just the unplugging the things that we do on a regular basis. You know, just chilling out and, yeah. and, and really us is hanging out with other friends and family who are basically in the same kind of hustle and bustle. There's nothing yeah. to me worse. I don't find relaxing at all when it's just someone who I, I guess just a group of people who you can't relate to or they can't relate yeah. to you. Yeah. It makes it almost like an effort. And I'm not talking about, you know, not communicating with other people. I'm talking about when you're trying to relax. It's just weird because it's... You're not on the same frequencies. You're on different levels of things and your yeah. thought processes are different. It makes it like work again. So you're yeah. like, you're constantly having like a forced conversation. You're yeah. trying to understand. Yeah. Right. When you chill out on the weekends with people who are on the same vibes as you and the same like level as you mm. or the same, you know, relatively same jobs, salaries and all that kind of stuff. It's almost like this mutual understanding exactly. where it's like less talk and better, deeper conversations. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're actually unplugging and having better, more genuine conversations. We're not trying to figure out, so where are you from? You yeah. know, it's not yeah, like yeah. that stuff where yeah, it's yeah. cheesy and surface. <laughs> um, for us, I know for like, for the guys, like just chilling out by, you know, like a fire or whatever and smoking stoves and just having like good conversation yeah. talking about, uh, our past weeks or dream building is my favorite is like talking about the future and what could be mm. whilst, you know, around a few select friends and family members uh, smoking a stove and just genuinely react uh, relaxing to me those are my regular yeah. vacations not something you do every day obviously but you know a couple times a month yeah and you can just re-energize for that exactly you know it's funny that um something like this popped out of like us just doing that one day it was like a, like a yeah. random saturday night it was like yeah just so, chilling and this we had oh, a podcast idea. yeah yeah yeah, That's so right. the podcast came basically from the conversations that we're having while we're unplugging our our mini vacations, uh, whatever talk. And I just thought that there were good conversations that we're having, obviously deeper conversations. I said, why don't we capture this stuff and uh, you know share our experiences? Because sometimes people ask us like, how do you guys? Not all brothers and and cousins get along. Yeah, and, and can bring not all brothers can bring their friends around the family and and them also get along. We just, I feel like, have a unique bond that we are basically sharing with the world. That's all it is. It's simple. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, we're having time for ourselves unplugging. But at the same time, I feel like there's growth in it. Exactly. So yeah. we're, you know, giving each other, you know, uh, you know, advice or a listening ear 
or like I said, motivating each other or We're strengthening our bonds together. Exactly, exactly. So I mean, that's 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 us. Yeah, exactly. Um, Not everybody's like that, but. Uh, yeah, no, I know, like, uh, I know a couple of people who, like, fishing's their thing. Like, they yeah. go fishing literally on a weekly basis to unplug. We have a good, you know, a friend of ours who, you know, bought, like, one of those little hut things by a lake around here. And he, like, literally leaves work and goes straight there, like, during the summer now. And it's it's a local thing. So he yeah. doesn't even have to go far. It's probably closer to his job than his yeah. actual house is, which is kind of funny. But that's him unplugging. Yeah. And, uh. A lot of that has to do with nature, like just even, you know, the, talking about the elements, what did I say? The fire around us yeah. and we're talking. So you, there's something peaceful about the fire going. Yeah. Um, water, they're around the lake. There's yeah. something peaceful sure. about the water. So when you go back to the elements, um, it helps you, it helps ground you. Yeah. So I mean, I, th- I think that's, I, I'm, I'm curious to hear what other people do. What else? Hunting. Some people go hunting. Some people go fishing. Uh, a lot of people uh, are in uh, like adult like sport leagues, yeah. you know, like, like actually Manny, Manny's in like a softball league or whatever. That might be like a little yeah. escape from, you know, reality to him. Cause obviously it doesn't really count. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I remember uh, when we used to go extreme bike riding, remember out when we go to the one park, Oh man, that would take us out. Like that would just set my day. That was peaceful. That would so like, and was energized. Was energ- yeah. Cause I knew like I was going to get up that morning. I got my bike ready and off to the park. I went off to the trails. I went and I would be gone for about a good hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. And there's times where you would come with me too. And it's like, it's just so peaceful with the, you know, you're right by a Creek and, and just ripping through all these crazy trails that were made by someone, I guess. I don't know. And, and, it was, it was just like just you would just start your day off and it's like, dude, relaxing and I'll get home, shower and just go off to work. Yeah. And I'll be relaxed and ready to go. Like nothing. No we worries. Put, hook up the bikes in the back of the Jeep. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. We stop at uh, like Wawa, grab Gatorades or whatever and just go. Keep going. We've gone for like an hour, two hours. Just like you said, just letting it rip through. You don't know what the next turn was going to hand you. It was just so it had like that a little adrenaline rush to it. Yep. But then you're in tune with nature because it was just like this eerie silence about what you were doing. Yeah, yeah um, and then a creek would just pop up out of nowhere. We'll try to find a trail where it was coming oh yeah, out like, of. How do you get there? And then there's people fishing. It's just it was yeah, very cool. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, and then we brought Mikey with us and he threw up. So, <laughs> and it smelled like French vanilla. And then we brought him again. And he threw up again. <laughs> <laughs> hazelnut coffee. It was hazelnut. I, I can't ever have hazelnut, hazelnut ever again. It was, it was. Oh my because goodness. I remember he threw. Well, up. You guys got up so early, and I wanted to get up. And ride with these, but I drank so much coffee to be alert. Yeah, all, all that coffee splashing around, jumping ramps. It was also weird that he had a bike with like a pink basket of hopping logs and shit. Like, Gave my spot to throw up in. Yeah, yeah, I think he saved it in there. <laughs> so we're sitting there jumping ramps. And he's sitting down like all dizzy and I said, hold total on, vertigo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And he barfs right. Oh, and it was crazy. So I'm just like, yo, you good? He's, no, I'm good. Just need water. So we just gave him water. We let him go. Sometimes it's kind of obnoxious, whatever. So we're, I'm like doing circles kind of like where he was. Not like teasing him, but that's it was like this little yeah. whatever race yes, thing yes, that we were doing. Yes, I do remember that. And you all smell. I could smell was this hot <laughs> hazelnut coffee. Dude, uh, I so got gross. so nauseous. Till uh, this day, I can't. I used to like like uh, hazelnut creamer yeah, in my coffee I, don't like I can't even have the smell of it like at work they have it and I just no walk more. I walk out of the cafeteria like, <laughs> it, it scarred you no yeah more. I don't yep. like it either dude that was great you guys were just mad because I was beating you guys I was in front he was winning he, leading the way he had no idea where he, he was he was laying a trail he was leading the trail he was literally riding like a 10 speed huffy yeah 
It was burgundy <laughs> and yellow stripes on it. With the pink basket. It was the strangest thing. Oh, but gosh. then he had then he had like a like a bandana around his head and like this helmet and uh Who were vans. Yeah. And socks up to his shins. Little cut off sleeves. Little jeep with the pockets were showing. Oh god. <laughs> what a disaster. <laughs> and a fanny pack. So so whoever's listening, that's all fabricated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fanny pack was fabricated. <laughs> Every, nice. Everything else was polyester. Uh... <laughs> yeah. No, I'm right. That's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Gabe's envisioning Mikey with a pink basket, sure, throwing, sure up. throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad because I threw up on my vans. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 Dude, that stunk though. Like it oh, was. Bad. I'm not kidding you. Like it it's. Bad. I'm literally scarred forever. Like I would never have hate. I would never have hate. <laughs> oh god, just thinking of it. Oh man. I would never have hazelnut ever again. Yeah. I'm sorry, hazelnut, but <laughs> you can blame my brother. Oh man. Yeah. And our sponsor, hazelnut coffee from Wawa. Hazelnut, hazelnut, hazelnut. hazelnut. (laughs) (laughs) All right, how we wrap up every episode is with two quotes, and today's quotes are by Will Wright and Earl Wilson. The first one is by Will Wright. On vacation, I totally unplug. I don't bring a laptop with me. That's kind of going along what we were saying uh, with totally unplugging and um, actually taking a vacation. And then the second one is by Earl Wilson. A vacation is what you take when you can no longer take what you've been taking. Hmm. Um, so very uh, interesting way to explain a, a vacation. Yeah, if you keep reading that, it's like it gets it. deeper and deeper. Like, whoa. Like uh, that's a good one, Earl Wilson. All right, so in this episode, I Need a Vacation, we discussed our vacation experiences as kids and adults escaping the hustle and bustle, and our favorite vacations with our children. We wrapped up the episode with quotes from Earl Wilson and Will Wright. All right, good stuff. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.